Ivan, do you know any Joes? Um, do I know any Joes? Yeah, do you know any like you know Joes? You know, Joe Schmoes. Joe, I, I know Joe Schmo, Joe I, Blow, Joe Glow, Joe Joe Fro. I feel like you're missing a Joe there. What Joe am I missing? Uh, I. I I feel like you're missing a Joe, but you know, either way, um, Joe we're... Swanson. Oh, I can't believe in 1970, they made a Joe Swanson movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we watched uh cuck. I mean, sorry, Joe, the yeah. 1970 Joe movie. Cuck's great grandfather. Yeah. yeah. Part of the cuck cinematic universe. Yeah. Oh, great-grandfather? What are you talking about? He's young enough to be his grandfather. Yeah, you're right. I felt stupid saying that. Yeah. He's not that old, okay? Yeah, like, he, was... re- he really wants you to know you're, he's not that old, okay? He's with it a little bit, you know? Yeah, he smokes weed. Yeah. Grand yeah, if, it, if it'll get him laid, you know? Dude, Joe, unlike Cuck, you know, he knows how to enjoy a good bong rip once in a while. Dude, I love how he was just like, uh, like throughout the whole movie, just like, yeah, I hate these young kids. And then as soon as he sees like a 20 year old, he's like, I'm going to fuck her. Hey, man, (laughs) a 20 year old that let me fuck her, you know, with this like new free love thing that's going on that I used to like, you know, rant about like hating. Uh, he calls orgies orgies in this movie, I, which is pretty awesome. I know. I, I heard that and I was just like, oh, my fucking God, dude. The like, uh, let me find the uh, the quote. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, Back computer. What did Joe say? All my life. I ain't never been to an orgy. I feel <laughs> like, you know, I feel like the, it's one of the reasons why he hates uh, counterculture so much is was that he kind of he kind of missed out on all like the sex that he wants you know he it's this sort of like weird envy of like young people yeah, yeah. it's like he hates everything that he wants like he hates, absolutely uh, like he hates black people because they get welfare and he's like he, oh i work 20 hours a week yeah because he wants welfare <laughs> i mean yeah. white people could get welfare yeah. yeah and he wants to be one of those white people on welfare <laughs> yeah He's just like such a he's such a flimsy cuck. I'm sorry, but the entire time he he's just such a flimsy yeah. fucking cuck. He meets a guy at a bar, like some random yuppie that he would normally like hate and just like be like, oh fuck you, you're like a rich asshole, you know. But like he just happens to mention like, oh yeah, one of those hippie degenerates that you're talking about. Yeah, I just killed him right now. <laughs> really? I'm just like, hey, hey, my buddy. Hey, hey, let me take you over to have dinner with my wife that I totally don't beat the shit out of. Yeah, (laughs) it's like he he hates the nuclear family while still endorsing it because he treats his wife like shit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like... Dude, his wife is is so whipped. This is one of the most fucked up movies that you guys, I think, have ever, like, reviewed on your podcast. Like, It's also the oldest. It's it's the oldest, yeah, but it's also the most fucked up. Like, hey. I'm, who who su- suggested this movie? Me. I did. Both of you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I missed out on the meeting for this movie. Yeah, we and... have the No Girls uh, poster in our secret meetings. And I think the girl likes this movie more than the boys. <laughs> yeah, the, the secret uh, Zoomer Tombstone headquarters deep underground in our yeah. mega bunker. The bones yeah. and skulls of the Zoomer Tombstone. <laughs> the Turtle uh, Club headquarters. 
Yeah, have you guys ever watched Requiem for a Dream or like Train Spotting? No, but I saw a Family Guy parody of it. I've seen bits and pieces of both of them, but I've never actually sat down to watch them. Because this this movie reminds me of those movies in that like it's a movie that you can really only like watch like once in a while just because it's like that fucked up because yeah. of like how it like progresses and also how it ends. Yeah, it's well, really heavy and it ends well, really it abruptly. Well, yeah. there's like this weird kind of like middle of the movie that kind of like turns into like a wacky comedy of like, oh, the the yuppie and the blue collared guy, they're both bumbling around town, you know, getting weed, getting pussy. And then it just takes a really dark turn. Yeah. 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 It, like, like I, I, I've been like telling like people that um like this is like pretty much just taxi driver, but like for like way like older people, which is like funny considering that peter boyle was also in taxi driver <laughs> and he plays like a completely opposite character to this like character of joe that he plays you know like he goes on like a similar rant that like when you first like meet joe but it's like pre- goes in the opposite direction instead of him like ch- totally chastising like the new generation and ends with him being like oh yeah you know like oh out in california like when two like gay people like break up with each other they can get alimony from each other you know it's like, oh, good for them, you know? They're way more ahead of us out there, you know? Hey, uh, Mad, do you want to hear some uh, fun facts? Sure. Okay. Um, Movie theater attendance is more than double the attendance of all U.S.-themed park and major U.S. sport games combined. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see another one. Uh, Less than 10% of the U.S. population tuned in to watch the royal wedding in 2018. That's based. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, here, here's another one. Uh, 42% of liberals are homosexuals. And that's a fact. Only 42%. Wow, that'll upset some people. Well, that, that, that's what Joe believes in the movie. Yeah, he was he... like spouting off in the bar and he's like did you know that 42 percent of all liberals are homosexual that's a fact and he didn't he he like told the guy like i'll massage your anus if it's wrong (laughs) (laughs) not gay okay honestly though the part where like the 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 joe and the rich guy are in like the bathroom and they're literally comparing cocks (laughs) that was so fucking gay It's not gay to compare your penis. This is what life is about, you know? <laughs> I remember they, they say that at some point. This is what life is about. Not being gay and just comparing <laughs> cocks. It's, yeah, just men being men. Dude, look, back in the 70s and 80s, it was considered, like, not gay to compare penises. <laughs> I, I watched the movie called The... Uh, Years ago, I watched the movie called The Last American Virgin, and there is, like, a penis measuring scene, and it's meant to be, like, not gay. Like, is this that... is just bros being bros. That's so fucking weird. You guys have never measured penises with your hypothetical bros if you have them? Yeah, you and your bros never just sat on a fence post, lined up on, against the fence post with your dicks out, pissing yeah. in the wind? No. Look, my bros go even harder. We like measure the circumference and radius of our anuses. Oh hell yeah, get the calipers out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I gotta say this right quick. I really gotta say this. 
at the very beginning of the movie um like in the intro where the uh like the druggy guy and the girlfriend are in the apartment the druggy guy looks like fucking onision <laughs> it is it's his great this is grandpa listen don't disrespect this man that much okay this man has a better jawline than onision okay true but he's got the shitty haircut <laughs> yeah he has the onision haircut hey well, man this shit is dynamite dude <laughs> it's a groove it's dynamite something i really liked about this movie is that it didn't shy away from like the dirtier aspects of hippie culture because like nowadays like people just think of like hippies as being like this fun like oh yeah look at them oh they're so free love you know like mm. oh they're doing drugs they're smoking weed they're dropping acid and they're like having sex with each other it's all free it's all fun you know but like this movie is about like how like darker it is you know it's just like these like lost you know aimless 20 somethings Oh, Matt, yeah. I completely agree with you. Um, in a way, I feel like because this movie was sort of made during that movement, it could have a more accurate sort of version. And I, I feel like the the hack version of, of this movie would kind of have the hippies be portrayed as like, like these like beautiful, like always right, morally righteous mm-hmm. types where uh, this movie kind of shows them more human and realistic joe's sort of malice towards hippies is sort of based on frustrations rather than just pure evil in a way mm-hmm. yeah and the, the the hippies like they're aimless kind of young dipshits who like you know they they take joe's wallet but joe is still the sadistic monster uh-huh yeah he slaps around a hippie girl who he fucked like earlier just because like he can and because he gets pleasure from it you know he can't slap away he can't slap his wife around the same way that he can this like random hippie girl you know because like there's a whole like the whole like scene where like you know like the rich guy and his wife are having dinner with him and his wife and mm-hmm. like the wife is like just like yeah i felt like at any moment like he was just gonna like blow a fuse and just like you know attack us you know and like the way he was treating his wife you know i'm just like trying to be as polite as to her as possible and he's just being an asshole you know like yeah he like i I got the impression that like he was like beating his wife like off screen like you just don't see it you know yeah absolutely i mean when he was in the basement he was like swinging that gun around and when he invited the rich guy's wife down when he had the gun out i just felt like he's holding them at gunpoint yeah Uh, maybe i'm like Maybe I'm a fucking weirdo, but I, I guess I, I didn't really get the impression that he slapped around his wife. His wife seemed a little too upbeat, but I felt like he definitely oh. like emotionally abuses no. her or Dude, grabs she, her arm. He does she definitely. Looks so whipped though. Yeah, like I, he's if he did like beat her, like she wouldn't care. Like, like the difference between his wife and the rich guy's wife is that if the rich guy's wife found out that he was cheating on her, she would divorce him in a heartbeat. If she found out that Joe was cheating on her, which he is, they both like, there's a part where they both like laugh and brag with each other about how they cheat on their wives. If mm. she found out that he was cheating on her, she'd kill him. She'd kill herself. Yeah. Yeah. She's that kind of woman. Like her whole life revolves around Joe coming home from work every day. Like yeah. you could you could tell by what she did. Like she like was in the kitchen making him food already before he even came in, you know, set him up with a beer and some snacks and shit and was like, And being that's not very... enough for him, you know. Yeah, that wasn't enough for him. Like this dude th- this fucking this Joe creature was living like 
the best life possible that could be afforded in the 1970s. He had a good union job. He had a subservient wife, a nice big house with a basement. He had enough money to have a stupid fucking Reddit man cave and a gun collection. And that wasn't enough for this fucking glut. He missed out on orgies. Orgies. Yeah, yeah he missed out on his, orgies. His dumbass hippie sons don't respect him, you know? They're not Dude. afraid of him, you know? I, I love the line where uh, the wife is like, oh, you know, your daughter, he's, uh, she's dating a, 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 black, a black guy. And he's just like, I'm going to my basement. <laughs> wait, did she act? Wait, did that actually happen? Yeah. Oh, I forgot that line. Yeah, he like immediately like his mood soured, and he just fucked off to the basement to go polish his like captured Arasaka rifle from World War Two. Who Can... um, whose daughter? Joe's daughter or the rich guy's daughter? Joe's daughter. Joe's daughter. I yeah yeah. I didn't pick. I didn't like. It was just like all coming at me like so fast. Like I didn't like pick up that like he had a daughter too. I thought he only yeah. had sons. It was a lot of exposition. I I mm. didn't pick up on that because like I feel like if that happened joe would have like been much more angrier well he uh i mean the the wife was like trying to like calm him down about it yeah and uh, i I think it was implied the daughter like moved out already or no 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 yeah disowned him and doesn't like talk to him and you know like she kind of talks to the mom like she'll call her every now and then you know but doesn't talk Mm. to the dad at all you know it's kind of it's it's been a few weeks since i've seen the movie hmm uh, yeah, I I saw it a couple days ago. I gotta say, I, I saw it today. I I gotta say this also about the uh, beginning of the movie. Oh, excuse me. Why does everything from like the 1980s or earlier look so fucking crummy? Like the the the, the first apartment you see is just such a fucking shit sty. <laughs> you know, it's like if you're if you're in like an apartment in a city in any movie from that era, they all look like these bleak fucking like shit blocks. Uh, I feel like that was kind of the point of the drug dealing boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like you see that all the time in all these movies, like everywhere that's like in a city looks like shit. Then everywhere that's in a suburb looks looks great and immaculate. It's just so well, weird. yeah, it's almost like having money makes your place look nicer. Yeah, well, I remember like looking at that apartment and thinking like, wow, this apartment looks like better than like the apartments that are offered to like us nowadays. You know? Yeah, we get like dorm rooms nowadays at yeah. best for like two k a month. That's more I... like some shithole for like two hundred dollars a month. Even some poor ass like socialist like hippie like down in you know some city like back in like nineteen sixty nine could get a better apartment than like nowadays hey 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 does it come with the raggedy and doll <laughs> probably probably does it come with the punch bowl full of pills i kind of want to know how frank got that raggedy and doll i hope there's a movie on, on that story yeah frank and raggedy and i mean you saw how frank was dressed he was like dressed in like uh like you know like vietnam war era uh fatigues and shit Maybe he stole that from a, a poor Vietnamese child. No, dude, dude, look, look. Mm. Here's the thing about the movie. Like, Frank, he's not portrayed as a monster, just kind of like a fucking douchebag. Yeah, he's like kind of a cynical asshole. Yeah. And, the, like, going back to what Mad said, like, it doesn't have, like, this, like, purist version of hippies where they're, like, these angels. They're just sort of these flawed people which i i think makes the movie a little more effective in a way that it feels like the movie is criticizing everybody like everyone involved is kind of an asshole yeah but the old people are the biggest assholes 
yeah like yeah. joe is the one who actually like kills in cold blood like the yeah. the writer of of the movie uh norman wexler was actually a pretty left-leaning guy so you're clearly supposed yeah. to meant to hate joe even more yeah you can tell yeah, I mean... and like this is like for the audiences listen like this is the film debut of socialist grandma susan sarandon she shows her tits in this movie are you telling me the lady who single-handedly made donald trump president <laughs> she's yeah because uh she used to be friends with hillary clinton and hillary clinton sold out and she's like girl what's going on was she the one that was she the one that made the like dummy like cut off head of trump and like was that kathy griffin yeah that was kathy oh, right, griffin right. uh f- who voiced alice in the dilbert cartoon why don't you do some fucking wow. research yeah how do you know that you fucking yeah. because i'm autistic and cringe <laughs> good yeah. enough but i love susan sarandon you yeah know, that's that's my socialist grandma right there yeah i say this because she is the same age as my real life grandmother and also she is a socialist <laughs> uh does your grandma look like susan sarandon because i would be asking for some photos <laughs> <laughs> i have seen a photo of my grandmom and grandfather and they're divorced, by the way. They've been divorced for 40 years. Epic. <laughs> Where my grandma So she's was available? Where... Uh, no, she, yeah. she got married to a new guy. Um, uh, <laughs> <fucking talk. laughs> but um, I've seen a photo of my grandma and grandfather where my grandfather is wearing a shirt that says master on it. And my grandma's wearing a shirt that says slave. And I got this oh. vibe from, I really got that vibe from this movie and, you know, like Susan Sarandon's character and her drug dealer boyfriend, you know, mm. like, <laughs> oh man, you know, it's speaking, like, uh, sorry, go ahead. N- never mind. Go ahead. Maybe your oh. grandma enjoyed being a sub. Why don't you ever think about her feelings? I don't think she did because that's the reason why she got divorced. <laughs> now, I know this. I know like the whole like hippie, like the bad side of the hippie lifestyle, just because I know for a fact that my grandmother was a hippie mm-hmm. and I know like she had like a pretty bad life. You know, it wasn't like all fun, like free love and happy, like, ugh, you know, but, but come on. Does this look does Frank do you think Frank the drug dealer had any actual opinions on Vietnam. You know, he he's stealing hippie hippie valor. Okay, I don't think he. I mean, he looks like he was a like possible, or I think he was alluded to be a veteran. But I don't think he gives a fuck. I think he all he cares about is getting high and getting money. So, uh, at the very beginning in the like apartment scene, I made a note here, uh, a couple notes, uh, as I was watching that whole thing where they were like. like taking a bath one at a time doing heroin and like cuddling next to the radiator and i said man what a bleak ass life average baby boomer in their 20s this is what 20 year olds did before the internet and tv and video games yeah they just got high in a shitty apartment in new york and were like oh the fucking radiator oh when you gotta move the bed honey they still do that probably Uh, oh please oh please will you make love to me like oh i'm high on heroin i can't i can't get it up please (laughs) please hey man that's dynamite are you feeling like lucy in the sky (laughs) i've got opiate dick i can't get it up i'm gonna go to bed <laughs> um, can like, we talk about the uh the scene 
Uh, can we talk about the scene where Joe is working in the factory and he's like slapping the machine, be like, oh, you fucking whore. Oh, yeah. Like Joe's like a weird fidgety, like autist. Yeah. He 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 really takes me as somebody ha- as uh, somebody who like inflicts what he wants to inflict on random bullshit where he like fantasizes about violence and he does that by like slapping around random bullshit and like collecting weapons. Uh, he kind of like marks me as somebody who's like the type of guy who like collects weapon on the off chance that there's a, a home invader just mm-hmm. so he can kill them. Yeah, and he can relive the like little amount of experience that he experienced in uh like World War Two when he was like killing all the Japs, you know. Yeah. Are you eating Jap food? <laughs> If you noticed also in the movie, both of them served in World War II. Like, they were both uh, World War II veterans. Yeah. And, um, it, was, it was pretty common for men of that generation that, like, the majority of them, like, just wound up, like, serving in World War II for a little bit. And, like, they all have experience, you know, killing people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, uh, you can kind of tell that with uh, with Joe, he's just, like, a sadistic fuck who just, you know only wanted to kill people and then uh the other guy he was just there because he was (laughs) you know like the rich guy was just like i i don't want to fucking kill people i'm just here to serve my country you know yeah because i got drafted at least with world war ii you could say like oh yeah my enemies were like uh nazis and like people who did unit like 731 yeah with, with, with vietnam it's like oh yeah i I killed some girl in sandals in a in a tree wow yeah. Well, well, then they were like talking about the Pacific theater and like, mm. you know, like with Joe in, in specific, like he's like talking about like, oh, you're serving Jap food here. Like, uh, you know, like you remember when you, like, I think like Joe probably served in the Pacific theater specifically, you know, like, yeah. And he was like killing Japs and all that. He wasn't killing, you know, the well, Nazis. If you, if you notice the guns that he had, he had the, um, he had an Arasaka rifle, which is a Japanese rifle, and he also had a Japanese uh, Nambu pistol as well. So he he, yeah. he was definitely in the Pacific. Yeah. Um, and I I take the other guy as possibly have been in, uh, having been in Europe instead. Um. So can, let's talk about this like uh, Joe's friendship with this rich guy Bill. Uh, Bill, you know he's not even really like not not too much is sort of made about bill's kind of life um it's more about his like power and wealth you know because it's just like he's a rich guy and that's like his entire identity yeah but it's never like uh he's never like said too many conservative opinions of his own other than like oh yeah i'm kind of glad i shot the the drug dealer yeah, he doesn't really take me as being an actual conservative. He it seems like he's more more or less just kind of uh agreeing with Joe on things so he doesn't like get threatened by him. Yeah. Like and like he I... does he does genuinely agree with him on certain things, you know, like cuz like the, the the hippie that he like killed, you know, was a, he was a junkie. He was a drug dealer, you know. He was a degenerate, you know. Like nobody's going to miss this fucking guy. Yeah, I mean, it, um I can kind of understand where the rich guy was coming from because that's like that was his daughter that had been put in the hospital by this guy. Mm-hmm. And that guy was like mocking uh like mocking it and saying like, "Oh, she loves old cock too." <laughs> and you know, I just mean, Yeah. 
the the difference between uh bill and joe is that like bill wanted to kill like like bill is kind of happy he killed like a drug dealing hippie whereas joe wants to kill like any sort of activist yeah any sort of activist that won't give him free pussy yeah (laughs) Yeah. like like or free like Joe, drugs that he enjoys, you know. Joe just wants to kill anyone who he he disagrees with, like. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. I mean, uh, Joe is a tried and true sociopath. He just wants mm-hmm. uh, infinite suffering for everyone he doesn't like. Whereas Bill is kind of this like, I don't know. He he his performance was a lot more theatery. I could I could tell from like kind of the, uh, you know, his like rich affect and his like uh, like transatlantic accent. That he he definitely seems more passionate in his murder, where he was like, you know, I'm <clears throat> doing this because he this person hurt my daughter, and it's like a revenge thing, and like legally that might even be considered like a crime of passion. Well, you know, I, to, I mean, technically, Bill was kind of in shock when he killed Frank. Let's kind of be real here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he fucked up he when just, he did it. He didn't. He just wanted to beat the him. shit out of him, and then when he found out that, oh, I actually like killed him, like it freaked him out. Yeah, and then later on, when he's being forced uh, at the end of the movie, he's being forced by Joe to shoot these people. He just loses his fucking mind because he he doesn't want to do it. It like Here's breaks a, his sanity. You know, it's kind of like ironic that uh, Joe, like he tells Bill, like. Hey, you know, the, these hippies, they, they mock your way of life. But like earlier in the film, like Joe's like, hey, your job is kind of a crock of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So and also, like, I mock your way of life myself, you know, but I'm the same way these hippies do. They take you for a shithead. Meanwhile, no. like in the sex house, when uh, Bill was with the, the hippie girl, she was like kind of being nice to him and like treating him pretty well. Whereas the other one that uh, Joe was with was just like, you know, you're pretty bad at fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you know, two pu- you're, uh, the impression that I got is like the two guys that she like fucked in that orgy were like two pump chumps, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, like everything. Making, that... lo- making love is not a marathon race, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's not a 50 yard dash. <laughs> and then like every time joe says that to to bill like every time he's like they make you out for a shithead like he's projecting entirely like he's just shoving that entire like view on other people because you know he's a, he's a miserable bastard he just yeah. wants other people to be miserable like him yeah like the like one hippie chick that he was slapping around and beating the shit out of for like information about like where the guys who stole their shit from you know went mm and like at some point she just says to him like after he's like done being the shit out of her like you made it with me and you're just like slapping me around when i could have just like told you this like normally and she's crying she's they really like focus on her crying you know just like focusing in on her crying like the way like she could like she could be like either of their daughters you know no yeah yeah, and they just like slapped her around, like, and you could tell, like, while he's doing it, he's only really doing it because he enjoys it, because he wants to slap around a girl, because he like gets off from that, because now, he feels like he's I allowed kinda, to. Yeah, he, he like he of... gets off on the idea of like having control over like this girl, you know. Here's and, where I yeah. kind of disagree with you guys, because okay, okay, I, it's not, okay not to I... hit women. 
no no not not that i disagree <laughs> it's okay here's this weird thing about the movie is like you guys notice mm-hmm. like the the you guys notice like after he like slaps the girl and after she cries for a bit there's like this weird shot uh, uh on joe's face like of kind of like this like what what am i doing like this kind of like face of regret you guys notice that mm-hmm. a little bit yeah uh, yeah, it kind, of, it kind of pans and i'm like oh shit maybe joe is kind of a human character i mean you know joe hasn't killed anyone in this point of the movie because like this was before he goes in the house and like just start shooting it up so i, I, I was yeah. kind of like oh you know maybe maybe there is this like maybe joe he, he's not a sociopath maybe he's just some flawed prone to anger stupid motherfucker and then he just goes to the house and just yeah, starts like, fucking like blazing bullets. His trapezoidal skull is uh bouncing his brain and, around. Yeah, role playing like he's back in uh, the Pacific Theater, you know, and he's like mowing down the Japs like he used to, like when he was in the prime of his life. Um, you guys, it's like the whole movie. Joe like bitches about like how little money he has and how much money Bill has. Like he's just bitching, bitching. But it's like you know he's th- but then he gets mad at like fucking like hippies, like aimless hippies and like minorities instead of like people busting his fucking union or like yeah yeah, yeah. Just, like this movie parallels. Me and Ivan were talking about this er- earlier to the the hard hat riots of nineteen seventy where a bunch of construction people they teamed up a bunch of union construction people teamed up with wall street types uh to beat up like hippie activists uh who were like uh, who were like opposing the uh the draft like yeah and it's like this cultural spite I mean, really, it just fucking fucks you over because it's like, well, these Republican politicians you vote for to to spite the hippies, like, I mean, they're just going to ship your jobs away and fucking crush your unions, you know? So it's like, don't bitch about how much little money you're making, Joe. Yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, even then, like, you can tell in the movie that Joe's, like, not even really that much of a poor guy. Like, he's got a decent house, he's got a wife, he's got a car, he's got guns and other bullshit, he's got his little Reddit cave. But it's like, people like that, they'll just never be fucking satisfied, and they'll actively work against their own interests to feel like they're getting more out of life than they already have. Yeah, yeah um, they'll, like, they'll never feel fulfilled as long as they're not like allowed to just kill whoever they don't like freely. Yeah, because there's like caveman. there's like that's the one thing that they're missing is like that bloodlust, you know. And even like with redditors nowadays, you know, like if they got drafted into World War II, they would like freaking thrive. And that they always like resent the fact that they'll never be able to thrive in like a world war situation, you know. Like I'll never have a situation in my life where I can get drafted into the military and kill people justifi- justifiably, you know, no. feel like I can just. You know, like I'm killing these people and I'm getting off from it, and but also at the same time I'm serving an important duty. To I get my that country. good feeling, but it also feels kind of bad. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. They they talk about it in that movie. Yeah. I do have to ask because it's like on the topic of the humanity of Joe, if he's just a frustrated like dipshit or a genuine sociopath. Uh, I I I do have to ask. Do you think? 
if the hippie guy just handed back the wallet, do you think Joe would have went guns blazing? Or was his sort of postal killing spree a result of the frustration of the hippie not returning his wallet? Probably, he probably wouldn't have done that, honestly. Because I feel like um, as soon as the hippie took off with his wallet and after he noticed there was missing money, uh, that just, I feel like that signaled to him, oh, I can justifiably kill this person now. But I mean, like, not not as, but I mean, like, when he actually goes to the house holding the gun. And when yeah, the I know, that's what I'm saying. Him, okay. If the hippie handed him back his wallet and there was no incident, they would have probably just left. It, or at least, like, the rich guy would have been like, okay, we got it, let's go. You know, something now, like that. Yeah, Joe would have been like, you got to give me one more orgy now. <laughs> give me a hoagie and an orgy. <laughs> hey, Joe, you want an orgy and a hoagie? Hey, Joe. <laughs> oh, he's such a fucking slob, too. Because, like, um, it, you know, I during the whole scene with, like, his, uh, with his wife in the kitchen, it just really you can really contrast how like joe is just like the this like fucking slob and his wife is just like the only cleanliness force in the whole home like mm-hmm. doing every fucking thing to make that home like straightening straight and neat for him and he's just sitting yeah. there fucking sipping beers and eating fucking ritz with ketchup yeah Dude. and treating her like shit and like yelling at her and probably beating her on the side yeah he's like watching like... tv and he's like shut up I I, yeah. I still can't get over him in that fucking factory being like you fucking whore, you fucking whore, slapping that machine. I, I'm I'm sorry, that should be a meme. <laughs> yeah, uh, that like turns around to like when he's slapping around the hippie girl and like saying the same shit to her. I feel like this also inspired uh, F's for family. Mm. No, don't. I feel it, like it did. I mean, no, it, 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 it this... Joe, dude, Frank Murphy. Dude, Frank Murphy, like, he's cool with black people. He's not, you know, he's not fucking Joe. Why? Well, I know he's not Joe, but I feel like that aesthetically, this inspired F is for family. I, you got the the fat, balding slob who was a World War II, possibly Korea veteran. Well, he, he was Korean the... veteran. Huh? Yeah, he was Korean veteran. Yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, you got like the the fat slob fucking husband. You got the fucking the like the wife in suburbia. Uh, I don't know, just the way that he, Joe he, talks and the way that. He, uh... But he doesn't like abuse his wife. Enough is for family. That is true, though. Yeah, it's, it's tamer. Completely... I mean, it's made by Bill Burr. Bill Burr is a fucking. He's like a left. He's like a lefty guy. He's not gonna play a character that's an outright fucking monster like that. I think it'd be very off-brand for him. Uh, you. you... You know what uh, all all in the family is, right? I, like, I've heard Ar- of it. Archie Bunker, the sort of nineteen uh, seventies show yeah. about like the very conservative dad. Um, I feel you know that that show was kind of made by like liberals, uh, but Archie Bunker, the sort of politically incorrect uh, protagonist, was very popular in a way, in a misaimed fandom sort of way. And yeah. I feel like Joe is kind of like the darker, less lovable sitcom version of that. I mean, that's the thing about Joe is that um, the director who made this um, actually saw like a lot of the reception of Joe and they thought, oh, 
people are like you know exalting this horrible fucking character and they're making a hero out of him <laughs> and uh mm. after that the uh, director just stopped making movies that had violence in them because he was like okay they're just gonna take the wrong idea from it and be worse people so i'm just not gonna make shit like that anymore well, well, well wasn't that peter boyle's whole thing like he went to a screening and he was like so like disgusted of audience members cheering for joe yeah um that he fucking just like he he didn't he didn't act in violent movies for a while it was peter boyle was going to be in the french connection but didn't do that during uh this is like kind of off topic but like during the scene where they're in the drug den i love how um like they're like the the old guy is just like uh, or sorry not the old guy joe is just like hey i'm gonna smoke some weed uh-huh, i better sit down make, might, might make me drunk or whatever and then he tries to pawn it off onto the old guy and he's just like come on get with the pepsi generation <laughs> i thought that was funny as shit that was a great line yeah you know if, if joe wasn't like racist sexist abusive and uh, a mass murderer joe would be a pretty cool guy because yeah yeah, you know, if they if they fell into the sex and drugs and just stuck with the uh, the like third act of cuck stuff, uh, they would have probably had a good uh, a good time. Yeah, dude. Why did those hippies? Honestly, I blame the hippies for stealing that wallet. You know, Joe could yeah. have been like Joe could have <laughs> redeemed himself and became an anti-hero. Yeah, the hippies are all that. Uh, they're the problem, dude. The nineteen <laughs> seventies was so cucked. I mean, uh, since we talked about this earlier, but like, <clears throat> or like the late sixties. Yeah, like late sixties, uh, early seventies. Uh, really, I mean, honestly, up to the eighties, so fucking cucked. A lot of these people uh, just have like ham for brains, you know. And uh me and synth were talking about this about how like uh, people always like to say that the uh like 2000s was the uh stupidest generation uh ever and how like stupidly conservative americans became but like honestly on- like honest to god you know there was not a more cucked environment than the like than 1970 exactly on the dot or in the 1980s under reagan because like in the seven, like in 1970, that's when the hard hat riots started, and there was like you know all the unions were like vehemently anti-communist and just like sucking Nixon's dick <laughs> to like try and like support Vietnam and like the Vietnam please War send the- my son to Vietnam, please yeah. have my son die in the jungles of Vietnam, please. And these fucking like lard ass fucking New Yorker construction worker union guy fucks. Are just like, oh yeah, well, Jimmy Hoffa died. Or, or when did Jimmy Hoffa die? I forget. It was like the fucking. Oh, yeah. like well, was he even related to Jimmy Hoffa? Was Jimmy Hoffa even a Republican? No, he was a socialist. But he was a mob. Oh. He was a mobster, though. Oh, yeah, but socialist like, mobster. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> it's like this is like the same time that all this shit's happening. So like all the socialist mafias. Or all the socialist unions are like run by the mafia, and then all the rest of the unions are run by these fucking dipshit conservatives, and they just destroy themselves. They fucking shake apart like a brick in a dryer, <laughs> you know. Oh, and, uh, oh wow! What Wall Street and, and, and politicians—they also hate hippies, but in exchange, they want to destroy my union. Yes, sir. Let's take down those hippies. Yeah, I might lose my job, my pension my benefits my insurance 
But hey, at least we get to stick it to the fucking hippies. Am I right? Yeah, we get to send my son to Vietnam where he loses his legs. Hell yeah. Yeah, my my I sent my son to Vietnam and he lost his left leg and his right arm. And now all he does is gurgle a little bit because he does heroin all day. But you know what? That's what happens when the when when you gotta send your son instead of the hippies going to the war. It's all their fault. I'm gonna vote to disband my union. <laughs> oh wow! So wow, I, I get a paralyzed son and lose my pension. <laughs> Thank you, Mister Nixon. I'm gonna fight in your name on the street. What? He just resigned. God damn it! Now we got socialists in power. God damn those, what was it, like Bob Woodward or something? God damn that Bob Woodward and his Watergate. It's all a communist plot, I tell you. Um, Anyways, I'm going to go smoke weed and fuck a 20-year-old in a sex dungeon. Hey, Joe. I I can't believe they they made a Family Guy movie in 1970. Oh, yeah, me neither. It's, uh... Very epic. I, I I love this uh biopic about Joe Swanson. Hey uh Peter, you heard about these orgies they have? Yeah, you ever heard about these uh orgies? They're pretty awesome. I haven't felt my penis in years. Hey uh hey Peter, uh did you hear forty two percent of liberals are homosexuals? If I'm wrong, I'll massage your anus. But no homo, Peter. Who the fuck starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shit. Well, uh, fi- final yeah. thoughts on Joe. What do you guys, What do you guys think of Joe? Whoa, 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 we got more to talk about, buddy. Oh yeah, like what, buddy? Um, you know the kids—they're ruining the culture. Yeah, the kids, especially the rich white kids. They're, they're fed on a sugar tit the whole life. Man, dude, fucking, here, here's my, my thing about Joe. He bitches yeah. about the rich white kids, and he, mm-hmm. and he bitches how poor he is. And mm-hmm. it's like, Joe, make the fucking connection. I mean, you're, 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 then Joe's like, oh, how dare you insult President Nixon? It's just like, well, President <laughs> Nixon's policies is going to make those rich white kids fucking super rich forever while you stay poor, Joe. So why yeah. are you fucking, like, actually, like, fucking think the brain of a hot dog casing i love the part where like when he f- they first like are in like one of the hippie dens and they find a a poster where it's uh it says if you can't p- trust a president to sell you a used car who can you trust and joe's like can you believe this can you believe them disrespecting the president but it's like <laughs> you could tell like by him like looking at that poster him reading that and him thinking about it he's like oh if i can't trust president nixon to sell me a used car who can i trust nobody nobody I mean, nobody in this goddamn country how yeah he like takes that like satire piece and he like kind of uh i feel like he kind of like twists it into being like i can't trust anybody no Not but it's like myself. He's, he's so mad like the concept of someone like disrespecting the president of the United States. It's like, okay, <laughs> Joe, like, w- would you be, would you not be in the fucking NASCAR stadiums being like, let's go, Brandon? God. 
it's actually pretty crazy how this movie from like 50 years ago is like just so fucking it's actually kind of prescient to like a lot of the kind of attitudes that we see nowadays because mm-hmm. like uh like you you can see people like this all the fucking time just these miserable hateful bastards that live for misery and yeah. uh it's just it's really wild to see and you know just different time change the hippies to the zoomers zoomer nation rise up hashtag yeah. uh change the change joe to like a disgruntled elder gen xer or like young uh boomer and um i mean yeah you just got like the same shit happening but mm-hmm. yeah like in the like, future because i saw like like the ways that they were portraying the hippies in this movie i like i saw like a lots of allusions to like um the way like zoomers are like nowadays particularly with like the weird communes because i know like we have our weird like leftist communes that we live in mm-hmm. that like people get taken advantage of like within yeah orgies orgies, orgies. yeah which actually there, there's a, a bit of a something i want to kind of brush upon with that and it's like in this movie um all the like leftist types uh, they're not all the, even like, the leftists. Come on, yeah, I know. That's, they're, there's they're no ideology. Leftist. They're just that, wait, 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 wait. I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. All the like leftist type, like hippie types, aren't actually really leftists. They're just like poor, opportunistic, like little rascals that only care about getting drugs and fucking. But yeah, ass and grass. Yeah, they only care about ass and grass because back then that's all you fucking had. You didn't, uh, you know, if you're poor, you didn't have a TV, you didn't have video games, you didn't have the internet. You, you didn't guys have... didn't have Nintendo back then? Whoa, fail. <laughs> yeah, uh, didn't have Nintendo. All I had was fucking buttweed and heroin. And it's just like, it's like the, the baby boomer experience of uh, like post-Vietnam. If you're like a poor baby boomer living in the city, is that first scene where the guy's just like shooting heroin with his girlfriend and listening to the shitty radio in the background? Like that's all they got to live for. That's a miserable fucking existence. Like if you lived like that, I'm pretty sure your brain would be fucking pickled. And it's really no wonder why you see so many like baby boomers nowadays who are like old now who just are like amoebas. They can't fucking function. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, Peter. Does, does it make you want to go to war again? Hey, Joe. Do hey, you want to beat your wife and... To to war? Do you want to beat your wife and shoot those kids? Hey, Joe. <laughs> Do you want to... I mean, but... Shit your jokes pants? Jokes aside, and... you are right. Huh? About what? I mean... You are kind of right that, like, you know, a lot of those hippie kids, like, they weren't even, like, activists. They were just some, like, kind of, like, dipshits who just wanted money and drugs. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel like that, that that's what makes the movie good in a way is that it's, you know, like I said earlier, like, they're flawed people, but Joe is still, like, the destructive type. Joe is still, like, the really bad guy. I mean, Frank, the, Frank, the drug dealer is a scumbag, mm-hmm. but I mean, he, he's just a fucking like nobody who has no power, you know, as yeah, opposed a, to like, he's a waster. No one cares. Like yeah. literally it, it took the, it took the cops three days to find his body, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just like, 
like can you just imagine the fucking smell in that apartment <gasps> yeah the, the, the uh yeah, the, yeah. The, when the cops break in they're like oh my god it's a raggedy and all and there's also a dead fucking hippie and I, and if you looked at the uh like the um, uh the tv broadcast segment where like joe's listening to the tv they also mention how uh they like blamed it on like a rival like drug dealer who like came in and beat him up and killed him and then took all of his drugs and they just wrote it off they didn't they didn't even investigate you know the the uh really sad thing is is like in real life with the kent state shooting that that was sort of the attitude to like the four people to the four actual activists like murdered yeah they just kind of didn't give a shit um yeah, and, and- and the hard so- hat rioters like support like wanted those four activists dead because because like the Republican mayor who had sympathy towards the the victims was called a fucking commie rat by the mm-hmm. by the fucking lunkheads. It's so fucking it such a cucked time. I mean, nowadays, if you had four like college students being shot by the military, that would cause like fucking waves across this country that would like there would be like fucking just massive riots happening everywhere back then i mean yeah there were riots everywhere but you wouldn't have so many fucking you know toe-headed fucking dick brain goddamn idiots going out there and fighting the protesters on the side of the cops you know being like oh you fucking socialist yeah those four kids deserve to die (laughs) it's so dumb (laughs) Listen, I demand the U.S. government draft my annoying son to Vietnam. His music is getting too crazy. He needs to turn it down so that I can get off. Turn down the music. Turn up the screams of napalm. He needs to stop listening to that hooligan music so I can keep staring at my wallpaper and drinking alcohol in peace. Mm. Yeah, I remember. Needs... I remember when, um, like Joe's in like the hippie orgy for like the first time, and he keeps on telling them, "Turn the music down, please. Turn the music down. Come on, turn it down." Yeah, what kind of music would Joe like? Elvis, probably like no, fucking... but El- not Elvis even Elvis. Was too jive. Yeah, El- yeah, Elvis. He he thinks like Elvis is just jive enough. <laughs> but like all the stuff that like came after him that was inspired by him to jive to jive to black i feel like he uh, always... elvis elvis was just black enough i feel like he only listens to bing crosby <laughs> oh yeah just like only the christmas stuff because that's the only oh. time he listens to music didn't bing cosby like didn't bing crosby like beat the shit out of his kids or something I don't know, man. It was like the forties, fifties, probably. A, a lot of them beat the shit out of their kids and wives and themselves. No, but I mean, I mean, there, 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 there's like some, like there, there's like forties, like standards of abuse, and then there was like being Crosby abuse, which was a whole oh. new level. Oh, even by like the forties, like standards of like hitting your kids will make the world go around a lot better. Like it's like, oh, this guy went too far. Yeah. Huh. This guy was uh, quite a rascal. I just Googled this and it says uh, an actor and singer himself. Gary's book detailed his struggles without uh, detailed Bing Crosby's struggles with alcoholism and drug addiction. 
He attributed many of his troubles to alleging his famous father, Bing, had physically and mentally abused him and that his mother, actress, and singer Dixie Lee was also an alcoholic. Yeah. I, <laughs> the weather outside is frightful, and my bitch wife is being too mouthy. I'm going to give him all five rings. Let it bleed, let it bleed, let it bleed. The fact, that you, came that. Up with, the fact you came up with that on the spot <laughs> makes me a little worried about you, Ivan. <laughs> Look, man, I'm, I'm great at freestyling. Five rings. I'm great at freestyling, man. I've I've got the flow. Do you like hold I'm... your girlfriend's like arm with, with like your your big hands <laughs> and be like, listen, we stay in the Toys R Us Star Wars aisle. Yeah, grab her arm real hard and show her how strong you are, like Joe would. Hashtag Joe. <laughs> Joe is base. Joe is kind of my hero in <laughs> in a way. <laughs> Joe's base. He he cheats on his wife and he fucks teen, twenty year olds and he has orgies. <laughs> should we kill- should we show Groipers Joe so Joe could be their mascot? Oh my god! Oh dude, I don't want to have like another generation of these ham sandwich brain fucking like Archie Bunker types. If if that's what like Zoomer fucking uh, Groipers turn into, I'll mow them down myself. Dude, what if, like, instead of Patrick Bateman, Joe is the next Patrick Bateman? <laughs> yeah, I get some Joe edits with, like, the fucking TikTok music where it's like, yeah, just fucking, ah, oh. like the, just I... like the one clip of him walking down the snowy, like, driveway with the shotguns. We got to talk just... about the ending. Oh, sorry. No, there, go ahead. Okay, so we got to talk about the ending of the movie because apparently oh, yeah. this movie was uh, really like butchered and edited a lot. So there was like 15 minutes after the ending that I that that's I I think is lost. Wow. Yeah, I I, I try to like at Susan Sarandon on on Twitter and be like, hey, <laughs> uh, remember Joe, the movie you got naked in? Uh, can you tell me what happens in the last 15 minutes? Thanks. And she blocked you. <laughs> no, she didn't. She didn't she, block me. She's she's too busy, like on the picket line right now. Okay, to like answer your stupid Twitter questions, dude. It's not a stupid Twitter question. It's a good question. People put effort in that. Listen, like Joe. Listen, Susan Sarandon, unlike you, is an active leftist. Okay, she's like um, out there. She's like helping the Sandinistas. You know, <laughs> helping the Sandinistas. No, like I remember reading that, like the original like Sandinista movement. Like she was like helping them out and like giving them milk and stuff like that she's like a hardcore like i keep on calling her socialist grandma and because she is that's what she is like she's a she's always been a hardcore leftist circling back to the movie right quick uh sorry to like a really abrupt abruptly cut you off there Uh, like the speaking of the movie really abruptly cuts off at the very end and like you said the like it feels like a good 15 minutes was shaved off the ending uh was, was it ever like said what the ending was supposed to be no, I, I I gave it a couple Google searches. I can't really find it's 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 a movie that's sort of been lost in time itself. Mm-hmm. So you know what what's actually interesting is too was in nineteen like eighty whatever they were going to make a Joe two where Joe mm-hmm. gets released from prison. 
and <laughs> it just stuff happens like it was it, like there was some advertisements about it but it just never went anywhere he's got like a tattoo on his forehead this is thug life <laughs> oh man uh oh by the way uh, mads speaking of uh susan sarandon giving milk to people uh she's got some fucking calcium cannons on her do would you like to talk about that Cal- okay stop being a pig like <laughs> being like look I, my my name is my name is joe joe ball joe meatball and uh i think susan sarandon's got big old tiggle bitties yeah I, I can't wait to smack her around my reddit house and my be, reddit being being the horny retard is kind of my bit so why don't you back <laughs> off buddy oh the horny retard that's that that takes me back oh man yeah that was a good bit man that was our like worst bit it failed so badly <laughs> whatever oh, it's not about the failure but no like i i find it funny that susan sarandon like actually helped the sandinistas because it's like just imagine like the cold war politics of that where it's like on one end you've got um oliver north and ronald reagan uh supporting the uh the fucking whoever was fighting against the sandinistas the the uh contras and then you've got susan sarandon just like shipping them like little like crates of milk <laughs> wow yeah and then then for years later you have to be like oh she has milk in her boobies <laughs> show a little respect buddy okay sorry i apologize socialist grandma susan um, sarandon you, you know didn't she like do like something with bernie at some point yeah i mean she, she was a bernie supporter which i mean honestly fucking based that's like great um Oh, okay now. yeah matt mads uh you guys haven't heard a, a feminine voice in uh, a couple of minutes because she got disconnected f- because her phone died but uh i i was just gonna say to uh lower the the spirits mm-hmm. um in 1970 a railroad worker named arville arville douglas garland entered a university and killed his daughter and her boyfriend and two other students and people say and it's sort of weird because that happened like a couple weeks before the movie joe aired Mm. so it's like this weird uncanny like and it really does show you the the state of the world at that time because that guy spent like 10 years in prison and a bunch of deranged parents sent him a bunch of sympathy letters being like you know if my if my daughter fell into counterculture i'd probably kill her too so fucked up honestly yeah, it, it uh although the synchronicity of uh of that happening right before the movie released is uh, a little bit spooky a little bit spooky a, indeed you guys ready to get spooked on this spooky halloween story Honestly, uh, this Halloween's gonna be pretty pretty interesting because uh, this is the first October in a long time that actually has a Friday the Thirteenth in the middle of it. Can't wait to talk about uh, Joe and how spooky Joe is on Friday the actual Thirteenth. Man, I can't wait to go trick or treating dressed up as Joe. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna shave like the top half of my head bald and then smash my head with a brick so it looks like a trapezoid. Yeah, and, and just the, the walk ladies, around looking schlubby. 
Yeah, the lady like asked me like, "Who are you?" And I'm like, "I'm Joe. I'm I'm Joe from the movie Joe." Hey, I'm Joe from Joe. <laughs> Want to have an orgy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, we then- can- <laughs> Wait, when 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 she gives me like shitty candy like lemon heads, I start slapping her around. <laughs> you bitch! Well, tell me where you got them, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey Joe. Hey Joe. Did you? Hey, hey Peter. <laughs> hey Peter. Oh, we got to end this review. Uh, fi- final thoughts on Joe. What do you, what do you think of uh, Joe? Out of ten. Giggity giggity. Hey Joe, I'm part of those orgies you've been talking about. Giggity giggity. <laughs> I'm I'm look. Yeah. I'm sorry for that. I'm actually kind of embarrassed. <laughs> Worst bit ever. We're keeping it. Uh, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> uh I thought Joe was pretty good. It uh, although I will say this. This is like my little technical criticism of it. And I know oh, they yeah. couldn't I know they couldn't really help it because it was like back then when they had like film and shit, but um, like the weird like frame rate speed up and slow down all through it, and like some of the wacky effects, uh, so fucking weird. No, no, the 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 effects were kind of cool. They were kind of psychedelic, a little bit, uh, a little bit psychedelic. Um, I mean the scene where like the like rich guy was like beating the fuck out of uh Frank the the like the waster. Uh, that was like oddly fucking that was odd <laughs> i'm just gonna say that like the the like long exposure like you know repeatedly like re- repeated motion slamming his head on the wall like god it's so weird uh but i mean otherwise uh the whole movie had this very like heavy vibe to it very like uh like taxi driver but less dreamy it's like a more realistic taxi driver where instead of like some guy going insane in a car for like hours he's uh (laughs) they're just going shopping go to an orgy and kill some kids who stole their wallet let's uh let's no i i think joe was definitely a really good movie i I would definitely say it's uh you know honestly probably a nine out of ten i i think it's a really good movie and i I think about where i put it too yeah yeah um, you know, it, it, it's a movie. What I really like about it is, uh, you know, some people would say, oh, this is dated. But to me, that I I love that it's such a period piece. I, I love that the oh, yeah. people who made this movie wanted to be topical of the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I, I I want more movies to be like that. You know, stop trying to be timeless. Tell me about the time you're living in right now. And that's what I really, yeah. really like about the movie. Yeah, because even when you're trying to be, like, of the time, you can still ultimately become timeless in that way because, like, you both agree that my, like, that this movie, like, like has a lot of parallels to the nowadays, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, the way, you know, like, you know, like, older people are just like, oh, this, this new generation... And even with like, I see like lots of parallels with like the the, hip, the way that the hippies are portrayed in this movie. And I have to wrap this up really quickly because my phone's gonna die really quickly again. Um, give us uh, uh, give us your final thoughts, Mads. What, what like overall did you think of the movie? Like out of ten? 
Um, nine out of ten. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, it's not one of those. It's it's one of those movies where like it's like Requiem for a Dream or Train Spotting, where you can really only watch it, like every now and then just because of the way it ends. You know, mm. like because it wasn't wrapped up the way it should have been. Yeah. But um, at least with in this case, but um, and so it's just like left on a much doubt, more dour note. But still, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. I'm. I feel great that like I got to the opportunity to even watch this. You know. Yeah, I mean, I w- I probably would have never watched this at all in my entire life unless me and Synth like had that little brainstorming sesh. We were just like, okay, what movies can we find that's like interesting to watch? And just Joe just stuck out really hard in this whole big list of movies we were looking at. It's really, it's really good. It's a good movie, honestly. Yeah. It's heavy. Um, you know, we have to talk about it, Ivan. And what? Ads. Who uh, who would win in a fight, Joe or Cock? Ah, uh, fu- I mean, okay. Joe killed a lot more people, so obviously Joe. But I, I don't know. Cock is younger. You know, Cock, uh, you know. Yeah, but Cock is like, he's fat. He's a fat, schlubby little fuck. He's like a little, he's a little 4chan frog poster. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joe is a World War II veteran. He is a illustrious, uh, illustrious and gallant in his service. And but he c- applies it so well in his slaughter of <laughs> young people. But, you know, Joe has the sort of delusion that he's like a family man, that he's a nuclear family upstanding citizen guy. Cuck, Cuck killed his own mother, dude. Cuck is pure fucking rage incarnate. All right. All right. Mads, you're the tiebreaker here. Who do you think? Who do you think would uh, win in a fight? Joe or Cuck? Well, um. I think if uh, Joe had the opportunity, he would, uh, if he found out that his own mother was a hippie, then uh, a hippie that wouldn't give it to him, you know, he would kill her in a heartbeat. No. There you go. There, there you was... go. Welcome back to Death Battle, Cuck versus Joe. All right, we got we to end this. Wait, 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 wait. Round two. Okay. Joe versus Gotti. Gotti all the way. I, I'm yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm Italian. Or I'm Italian. I think I think Gotti would win because he's got Italian Italian blood. Yeah, I think at the very um, least, uh, Gotti would be disturbed by Joe, like because Joe encouraged a man to shoot his own daughter, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I don't know. I mean, Which, we don't know we how Joe. That, that's a kind know. of loyalty that Gotti wouldn't stand by. You know, it's we, like we, we don't actually know how the movie ended. Maybe Joe at the end could have been like, "Oh man, dude, sorry about your daughter. I actually feel really bad about this. <laughs> I Joe will become a good guy from now on." Yeah, and then you know? and then Bill shoots him for encouraging him to shoot his daughter in the first place. The way I interpret uh, it. The way I interpret it is that um, they just like in the end just like wound up shooting each other and <laughs> like a Mexican here's my, standoff. Here's my head cannon. Uh, my head cannon is that um, Bill uh, pointed the gun up to his head and blew his brains out, and Joe was like, "Oh man, oh shucks, I'm so sorry." 
and then he went to jail and in the next uh joe 2 that was never released he uh he became a born again christian <laughs> and he um he works at a a local um a local uh, Lutheran church handing out candy to kids and being like, it's okay. If you're a hippie, I only killed a few. <laughs> um, All right. No, wait, wait. Joe is like in prison and like Vin Diesel is like, I know a guy. <laughs> and then it cuts to Joe and he joins the crew. Yeah. We're family. All right. This is sucking. <laughs> are, are there orgies at the family? We do a family style. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Joe versus uh, Joe versus Morbius. No, fuck off. We're not doing Joe that. versus Cool Cat. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, cool Cat would win because Cool Cat's god. All right. Cool we, we Cat. Gotta, we gotta end this. The bully and Joe. You think they would be allies? No. Why not? They're both bullies. Fuck off. What? <laughs> fuck off what butch the bully and joe look joe wouldn't like butch the bully because he's uh got long hair and that makes him a hippie oh my god i forgot about ivan this is why you're the the main guy here oh my god you caught that you should work what? for imdb dude because I, I remember the uh the scene in joe where where he disses the hippie for having long hair Wow, great analysis. Yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, oh my god, Butch the bully and Joe in a fight. All right, Synth. Uh give give me a quick rundown. Uh what is your opinion on uh Butch the Bully's stats versus Joe's? Um, you know, well, for starters, Butch the Bully is a child and Joe is a grown man with war and weapons.